Welcome to The Professional Edge. My name is Sean Todd, tax attorney, CPA, and certified financial planner, host here on The Professional Edge. And this session, very excited about it. Um, our listeners here are going to learn about not completely true estate planning gotchas and how to avoid some of those. A lot of individuals will turn to the internet and solve problems that way, or they will look to the elder in the group, meaning somebody that's already done some estate planning, and they will use their advice. And guess what? Well, there's not an attorney-client relationship in that counsel and advice and there's a lot of gotchas so thanks for tuning in here on the professional edge if you want to get started with your estate plan you can always visit our website at emcadvisors.com that is echo mary charlie advisors.com and on the right hand side there's the ultimate estate planning guide and with that you can just select that and we will send that out to you free of charge even paying the increased postage on that so that is a great place to get started that is again emcadvisors.com so let's get away from these gotchas on estate planning because we only have about two months left for our new year's resolution to get our estate plan in force and in place for 2021 no do not roll that over to 2022 and reset that new year's resolution but when we're doing our estate plan um, doing this for 25 plus years i come across some gotchas and basically the you know we review documents that we did not draft in our office and try to understand and walk the beneficiaries through what has actually transpired and here's the first one that we go on, and that is titles. Titles on things matter. So if your estate planning attorney did not ask you to bring in deeds, um, bank account statements, things such as that to verify the titles on things, I'm not sure that everything is copacetic. So again, that's a sort of red flag right there. If they just took your name, took some decision makers, drafted a document, signed it, and you think your estate plan's done, well, you're in for not completely true. These are some estate planning gotchas. So let's go through the first one. It is titles. Well, let's say dad and son like to go hunting and dad and son always um, dreamed of having this hunting property so they bought a hundred acres and dad was really proud and you know he's married and man he just wants to make sure that his son gets the hunting property well we know how things develop they move out of town they build a place on the hunting property that is uh, dad and mom and lo and behold there's some reason that dad um and son just don't really talk about things neither does dad and mom i mean it's crazy uh, so dad one day gets a hair um in, in his craw and he goes down to the attorney's office and he says you know what i want to make sure that my boy gets this hunting property so can we do it what can we do and the attorney says well you can do a last will and testament and just give that property out to them and um lo and behold then it's that designation within the document or we can just do a simple deed right here and just add your boy to the title and we'll do it with joint tenant right of survivorship and then that way that's going to become his when you pass away and he goes well let's do that that sounds cheaper well it is okay so he drafts this document files it puts it away doesn't say anything to the wife 
Well, lo and behold, dad passes away and nobody really adheres to anything. And they just sort of look the other way um, because everything in the will says everything goes to um, the wife. And now uh, wife gets married to husband number two and husband number two uh, doesn't really get along with the son. And the son's just sort of scratch his head. And, you know, the husband number two says, I don't really want you hunting on this land. Uh, I want those critters to grow big and strong. I don't believe in that. And the son gets a little irritated and he goes, man, dad said that I was going to have this property. And lo and behold, son goes and he remembers and he goes down to the court, gets the clerk's office, gets a copy of that deed. And lo and behold, there is joint tenant rider survivorship. So he then uh, talks to his buddies and then gets confirmation from an attorney and says, yep, upon the passing of your dad, that property became yours, 100% yours, irrespective of what the last will and testament says so titles supersede what is in the last will and testament so even though your dad and his last will and testament having an i love you will giving everything to his surviving spouse then this title supersedes so therefore a son knocks on the door and husband number two opens the door and he says uh I just want to show you this piece of paper and you have 30 days to get out of the house. Well, lo and behold, that's going to create a firestorm. And guess what? Um, husband number two goes to an attorney's office and says, how can that be true? He can't kick me out of my property because when husband number one passed away, he left everything to my spouse. And we're living on the property that was to be part of all that estate. That is their main source of land. So lo and behold, the attorney looks at it and says, hmm, let me see that deed. All right, that's a joint tenant right of survivorship. Sees the date of signing, that's fine. Sees last will and testament, that's fine too. Lo and behold, the attorney looks at him and says, um, I understand that the will gives everything to your spouse, but it's not completely true. And that's the essence of our conversation today. Um, it's not completely true because the title on that deed supersedes. So therefore, son is going to have that hunting property, which now has the dwelling that his mom and the person he doesn't get along with, husband number two, um, the son actually owns that property irrespective of the terms of the will. So that's one estate planning gotcha, not completely true. So uh, let's make sure that we do things properly. So to start a conversation, you're welcome to give our office a call at 877-654-9798. That number again, 877-654-9798. This is a real big gotcha, actually, um, true case. Um, husband passed, or no, husband survived, wife passed away. And the second wife, um, there were two boys of the first marriage. And when he passed away, the boys were um, almost convinced that uh, they were going to receive a bunch of commercial property. Well, lo and behold, wife number two, I had updated some estate planning documents, not really the estate plan will or trust because that was in the safety deposit box and the sons had the key to that safety deposit box thinking that the last will and testament was going to leave the commercial properties to them, not the new wife. 
Well, lo and behold, the new wife was um, sort of sly, sort of um, very cold and calculated. And basically what she did was had the um, had her husband execute some deeds, which basically uh, superseded the provisions of the will. So the two boys were thinking that the commercial property was going to go to them. And lo and behold, the deeds were actually recorded. Everything was copacetic. And therefore, they became a valid document. Probate court judge even reviewed that and said, um, I understand the terms and conditions of the will were to leave the commercial property to you two boys. But lo and behold, the title has already been changed to joint tenant right of survivorship. So therefore, the terms of the will do not control the disposition of this commercial property. And therefore, uh, wife number two is the joint tenant right of survivorship. She is a surviving spouse. So therefore, she will inherit the commercial property. Now, we're not talking about a couple hundred thousand dollars. We're talking about several millions of dollars. So be sure that um, you're making the not so uh, correct mistakes. <laughs> what I mean by that is um, you pay attention to detail, meaning what are the titles on properties? What are the titles on assets? Because that supersedes whatever terms of provisions are in the will. So if you are more confused than what you work with clarity, my name's Seen Todd. I'm a tax attorney. I've done over 2,500 estate plans. Been the host here on the Professional Edge for north of five years. And to start that conversation, again, the first one's on the house. That number is 877-654-9798. That number again, 877-654-9798. And be sure to check out um, our free Ultimate Estate Plan Guide. You can find that at emcadvisors.com. That is echo marycharlieadvisors.com. So that is the first um, not completely true. The last will and testament could say everything's going to the surviving spouse, but that's not necessarily true because the title supersedes on that. So where are we at now? Well, that's uh, not completely true on the titles. So let's think about another one. Lo and behold, mom and dad are getting older in age and they want to have the daughter who's in town be able to access their account in case something happens so she can pay the bills, electric, and so many people do this. Um, raise your hand if you're driving. Don't raise your hand, but uh, just nod your head up and down. Whether you've done this and you know whether you've done it or not, you went to the bank, put her on the account, and therefore if something happens, then we can take care of things or she can take care of things. Well, what happens next is, um, lo and behold, dad passes away, mom's there, daughter's still on the account, and you know how um, when you get older, you continue to save and save and save. And now there's $150,000 in this bank account that the daughter's on title with mom. And the mom has her last will and testament. I divide my estate equally between my two children, my daughter and my son. Mom then passes away. Go into the attorney's office and um, son goes, well, here, here's mom's will. We're going to split everything one half. He's already spent that $75,000 in that bank account. And... Um, He's like, when can I get a check? And the attorney looks at him and says, well, I understand that the last will and testament says that uh, everything's to be split, 
But um, that's not completely true because the title on that bank account supersedes whatever's in the last will and testament. So therefore, that bank account with $150,000 is actually the property of the daughter. And she has no legal right obligation to share any of that with you, um, her sibling. And the brother just looks at the attorney and says, that can't be true. And the attorney says, yes, it is true. So if these are concerns of yours and you want to sit down and have a conversation to make sure your estate plan is true and correct, Give our office a call at 877-654-9798. That number again, 877-654-9798. My name's Seen Todd, tax attorney, CPA, and certified financial planner. More coming up here on The Professional Edge. I appreciate you listening in.